leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to OUS Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Josh. What's up, Davey? What's going on? No dirtbag Dave today. Dave is uh, off today. I guess he takes August off. So that's what he told me. So it's just us. Oh, cool. I'm glad he's not here because we're talking 2021 fantasy football busts of the year. And his busts are always lame. He takes August off? like, uh, like, Like Russell Wilson took November off? Kind of. Or yeah. like how one of my busts takes half the year off every single year since 2017. Ooh. Uh, ooh who could that be? Ooh, but yeah, be. every single time we talk bust, Dave reaches on the 11th, 12th, 13th round guys. And he's like, these guys are going to bust. It's like, oh, congratulations, right. buddy. You, you picked Tyler Higby. Cool. Like, we all know. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he, he totally would have picked Tyler Higby again this year now, after all this. Hype he's been getting right. Hundred percent, Robert Tanyan. He's like Robert Tanyan would have. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, he's, that guy caught a touchdown every four catches, bro. That's not going to happen again. It's but, true. but he loves Herb Smith, who is just the Vikings version of Robert Tanyan. Oh no, he's a little. I think yeah. So I honestly like I don't want to say who Dave's bust would have been, but just know that he will tweet them out, and um, if he texts me because I told him we're recording the show, I'll let you know. But guarantee, just he might have picked Brian Edwards and who's the other like super like Terrace Marshall because that's his big thing yeah. now. Is Terrace Marshall gets open during uh, against air. He can get open at against air. He's so good. Oh, but I thought Dave Dave likes Terrace Marshall now. No, Dave, he's he's being sarcastic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he. About the st- people hyping up the training camp superstars that are, you know, running at half speed and catching balls when no one's covering them. Yeah. I do think we have to Good talk stuff. about some preseason before we move on to our boss of the year. So, Terrace Marshall, huge move upper. I mean, even though he did get open against air, he caught that ball. I thought he was gone, but he got ran down from like 15 yards. How that was slow weird, is yeah. this man? Yep. You would think he would be a little faster. Who else? Which, what else we got? Preseason darlings here. Uh, preseason darlings. Obviously, Trey Lance. That one bomb. That one bomb. That's it. Against the guy wide open. Justin Fields, obviously. People are going crazy about yeah. Justin Fields. What about the Ramondre Stevenson hype? Oh, my gosh. I can't even say his name. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it one carry? He had 90 yards, I think. 92-yard touchdown on that one carry. Yeah. I remember the next yeah. day. The next day, he... Uh, Everyone in my league is like, oh, he's on the trading block. He's the next guy. I'm like, calm down, guys. Calm down. It's not going to Yeah. I think it was, I think some, uh, they call it the Washington football team. Didn't they play them? Washington? I think I think so, yeah. And they were calling timeouts to try to win the game in preseason. And then they called a sweep, and he just ran 92 yards down the field and scored a touchdown. It's like, come Rough. on. Like, what are we doing? But some of the standouts, really, for me, is Justin Fields. Like, yeah, he did it against, you know, third stringers or whatever. But for him to say the game was kind of slow, 
to him, and he looked. You really gotta good. love it. You gotta love that a nice cocky quarterback that's confident. Yeah, I like that. That's what I really liked. I really liked that a lot. Uh, he came in struggling the first two drives, but I mean, you got it's his first time playing in the NFL, so he's gonna struggle a little bit. Tua sucked. Oh my gosh! Like <laughs> I tweeted out, Tua's looking good. Like I tweeted that out, Tua's looking good. And then right when I said that, picked off in the end zone. Like, what are you doing? Rough, rough, rough. Uh, Logan Thomas looked really good. John Us- for tight ends, Logan Thomas and John U. Smith both looked really good. Yeah, Logan. I was fading Logan Thomas hard this year because of Fitzpatrick and what he does with, with tight ends, which is stupid because I don't fade Gibson for that reason because obviously Fitzpatrick doesn't throw to the running backs ever. But Logan right. Thomas, like, is he a one-year wonder? Is he the next Tyler Higbee? I'm literally watching. Did you see that? <laughs> no, I didn't see it. What was it? I just watched the uh, Dave episode where there's ants all in his house. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a great aunt, one. There's yeah. an ant literally tra- crawling on my computer and just went right across the camera lens. <laughs> I've been watching this ant for the past ten minutes. Oh, <laughs> uh, you are living. You are living the TV show now. And I was like, what is going on? Anyway, yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? Logan Thomas. Logan. Yeah, he was killing it, man. Like, I think he's gonna be a, have a big year. Yeah, he. I like him a lot. John man, Hill? I. I hate that I like Redskin. Like I like I love Terry McLaurin, oh, Washington football team. I love Terry McLaurin. I love Logan Thomas. I love Antonio Gibson. I like Fitzpatrick like late as a second QB. Like what what am I doing? Yeah. How is Washington going to be good this year? Are they going to make the about, playoffs? Or are they going to make go to the, like the second, third round, fourth round? Like, they have, are they going to yeah. go far? I don't know. They man. have probably they have probably the best defense in the league. Like it's I, they're scaring me. Yeah, so Antonio Gibson, he's probably my biggest riser of this first preseason week. I told you guys he's probably going to catch 85 balls this year, and you guys all laughed at me, which is fine. Um, and now there's all these reports coming out where he's the next CMC. I mean, that's what I was saying. That's what everyone was saying. Everyone knew this. This was like last year's news. I don't know why people are going nuts about who's the next CMC. That's why they drafted him. That's what they wanted him to be. The, the, these same reports were happening last season, so – I don't know what all the craziness is going on, but uh, it seemed like there was a lot of dump-offs and a lot of plays planned for him to do these old dump-offs. So 85 catches in a 17-game season, like it could happen. Yeah, definitely. Um, McKissick still worries me a little bit, but I don't know. It seems like they're making a little bit of a change to get Gibson more passing volume. So if that turns out to be true, look out. Sky's the limit. It could easily be Gibson... Kelsey, not Kelsey, <laughs> Kelsey, Thomas, Thomas. Yeah. and McLaurin, and that's it. And then that, if that happens, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, anyone that anyone disappoint you? I have a couple of people that disappointed me this this preseason. Uh, every giant. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kadarius Tony mostly. Like I was so hyped when we drafted him, and then he just like didn't care. Like he doesn't care about anything. He doesn't. He's too busy worrying like about his rap career. Like what is he doing? Like. I haven't seen any plays of him besides the thing where he didn't have the right size shoes, like on the first day of practice. Like I haven't seen anything for him that makes me go like, Ooh, uh, actually Sterling Shepard has looked good, but I always say that and you always yell at me. So, um, I don't know who else has been a big disappointment. Uh, JK Dobbins had three carries for zero yards the other night. So that was fun. I hate Uh, to say the starters look bad because they're not going to get a lot of play. I wanted to see more out of the Miami dolphins, pass catchers as in receivers it seemed like Tua just targeted Gusecki Hunter Long Smythe uh, yeah. Shaheem it was all tight ends like where's Waddle where's, got, 
Where's ever where's where's Waddle? Yeah, I just what I just saw what Davidson is one Waddle play today, right? Yeah, because because yeah, was... I'm trying to trade for him, so he's trying to hype him up. Oh, okay. That dirtbag Dave gonna be dirtbag Dave, huh? Yeah, I mean the funny thing is, is we've seen some rookies really splash, and the two I haven't really heard much from are Chase and Waddle. Not yeah, much I haven't. And Devonta Smith really haven't heard much. I mean, I know he was injured for a little bit, but I haven't heard a lot on him either. So those three guys kind of worry me. Yeah, and then we see uh, Rager killing it. Rager's killing yeah, it. Rager's like, going nuts. I think his ADP is going to rise a little bit because of that. I've been getting him in the twelfth, thirteenth round, like for free. And all these catch, all these videos of catches coming out, I don't like that. Like, yeah. he's a stud. He was hurt last year. I think he's going to be just fine. I think he's going to be better than Devonte Smith. Ooh, I like it. I just, okay, I just think he is, especially this season. I think Smith's going to be. <sighs> Ooh. What? Another dis- another disappointment uh, so far, Gabriel Davis. I don't think he's caught a single ball in, like, he's been targeted. I don't even know who he's been targeted. I know he's he's played with the starters, but I don't think he has a catch yet, like, in any preseason. It, it is hard to, like, be disappointed in week one of preseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, yeah. starts tonight. I think it's Thursday tonight. So week two, should we should see some more starters, some more players. Mainly the biggest, like I, like I said, the biggest storylines from this season or from week one was, Justin Fields, Antonio Gibson, and a couple of rookies. That's about it. Trey Lance. The, apparently, Trey Lance is the best thing of all time. Um, in our mm-hmm. OUS Fantasy League, I think Trey Lance went above every rookie quarterback. I think it was the first rookie quarterback taken. Remember whenever uh, we did our Dynasty draft like three months ago and Brandon Ayuk was like the first person nominated and he went for like $15. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Whoever that was, God is good, man. Because Ayuk Ayuk keeps going up and up and up and up now. And I love Ayuk and I still love Ayuk, but he's getting a little pricier. Yeah, it's true. So let's talk, let's transition to our OUS league. We're only going to talk about our teams or we'll touch on other teams. But if you didn't know, it's that crazy league we talked about where every rule changes every single week. And I picked six, you picked, Fifth, so we were back to back. I hated it because you stole a couple players of mine. I think you did it on purpose. Uh, what was your thinking? Like I saw you got Henry. I guess you wanted that safe. Yeah, I always if I'm picking right like fifth, sixth, right there. I usually want to go. Oh yeah, Henry. I was thinking touchdown week. I'm thinking like points per carry week. I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I was thinking too much probably, but yeah, I just wanted a safe running back that was going to get a lot of carries, and I went with. And mostly my draft strategy in, in redraft right now is to go at least two running backs off the bat, a lot of times three, which is funny because this is exactly what Dave always does. Dave took three running backs in this draft. He took three running backs, and then he went five wide receivers in a row after that. I absolutely love that strategy. There's so much wide receiver depth and so many good wide receivers in rounds four through eight that like you can stack up. And he did. He got Keenan Allen, Chase Sutton, Chase uh Cortland Sutton, Chase Claypool, Juju smith Antonio Brown in those rounds. That's insane to start off with Jonathan Taylor, Antonio Gibson, and Josh Jacobs. But there's just no running back depth. So I was like, I need to get at least two running backs off the bat. Uh, third one coming back around, I I was like, I, I have to take Hopkins here. Yeah, well, you didn't talk um, about You took Najee Harris in the second round. So Yeah, yeah. Deer Henry, Najee Harris off the bat, then Hopkins, Cooper. Uh, and then to Dave's dismay, Deontay Johnson as my, as my third wide receiver after talking so much shit about him. But, um, yeah, I mean, 
I wasn't thinking too much about the scoring um, because it, it changes every week. So like you can't really think about it too much. But the only thing I really made sure was that I was getting two quarterbacks that weren't going to be on a buy during the super flex weeks. And I think a lot of people messed up on that part because I'm looking and there's a lot of quarterbacks with buys on the super flex weeks. <laughs> what a super flex week. I forgot. Which week is that? I think it's weeks nine and 13. Uh, I think it's week, week three too. Week three is super flex and kickers, I think. But is I there think. any? No, there's yeah, no bye weeks in week three. Okay. There's no bye week three. Yeah. Okay. So you're safe there. Nine and 13 are the, are the two. Looks like you're safe. I'm safe. I'm safe, baby. Uh, Let's go. Yeah. Baker Mayfield's on a on a buy for one. And he's uh, Sam Darnold. Baker's useless. Sam Darnold. Yeah, Darnold. Right. Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers. All those guys are on buy for Superflex Week. Yeah. So my strategy was I just wanted Kel- I wanted Kelsey from the start. I didn't care if I was taking him six overall. Um, if this was a real draft, like a real like PPR stand, like everything stays the same. I would not go Kelsey at six. I would have gone. A running back, probably Zeke or uh, Antonio Gibson, uh, but I went Kelsey because I figured let me secure that tight end for because we got SFB week where you know tight ends are crazy. We have tight end premium weeks, which are two of those. Uh, he's a, he's automatically a difference maker no matter where you put him. He's going to be better than I think you know seventy percent of the league's tight ends. So at least I have that strategy up front, like that's locked in. I'm better. Just so happens where week one is tight end premium week, and I play against the guy who drafted Kittle. So, you know, fuck me, right? <laughs> what, a, what a joke. Nice. What a joke. Uh, then I went, I wanted to grab running back so bad. I wanted to. So Fantasy Faith took Mahomes 102. Uh, Chris Fernie, um took Josh Allen at the 109, and then this other guy took Kyler Murray at 111. So I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe there's going to be a, a stupid quarterback run where – Running backs are going to come back to me. It didn't happen. Didn't all three of those picks ended up looking the Mahomes, Allen, and Murray picks ended up looking so bad after Jackson didn't go until mid round five. I was like, oh my god, like what a discount! Like five round discount on you know the difference between Murray and Lamar Jackson when really there's not that big of a difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I understand why they. I understand why they locked up their quarterbacks early because they wanted to be prepared for that super flex week or the SFB week or the bonus week because the bonus week's going to be huge for Mahomes, going to be huge for Josh Allen. And, and points per carry week is going to be huge for Josh Allen because he's going to carry the ball a lot. Same for Kyler. So, like, I understand why they did these things. I just didn't really care for that. So I went ahead and I said, screw running back. I'm just going to risk it. I don't do this ever. I went ahead and grabbed Adams and CD Lamb with my second and third pick. And then I grabbed Miles Sanders, the trash bag himself, and then Kareem Hunt, thinking, well, he was running back eight last these year. Are, these are the two guys you complained about the most last year than any other running backs, I feel like. Miles Sanders and Kareem Hunt <laughs> are the two guys that you're just like, oh, they're so frustrating. They are frustrating, and they're very frustrating. But when when that's all that's left, like, so when I took Adams, Eckler got picked right before me. You know yeah, I was going to go Eckler. I was waiting for Eckler <laughs> to fall there, and I was like, God damn it, Josh is going to take Eckler. I'm going to, you know. I, but, luck, I mean, yeah, he took him right. He sniped him right before you. I knew that you wanted him. But. So w- when Eckler went – all that was left was Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, Swift, and Clyde Edwards-Lair. That's a tier break for me. I think Adams is the 101 receiver for redraft this year. He's the he's number one ranking for me because Rodgers is back. So I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and grab the number one guy in that tier rather than go reach for a tier three running back. So it didn't make sense you, to me. 
you've been this top tier guy in dynasty you have cmc and mahomes so you have num- the number one qb and the number one running back in this league you have the number one tight end and the number one wide receiver yes so i want why well Diggs and tyreek went ahead of adams which was foolish in my opinion yeah 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 but adams is the clear best receiver in my eyes. So I'm like, okay, maybe Edwards Lair or maybe Swift or or even Montgomery will come back to me. Nope, didn't happen. Those guys all went. So I was left with a decision. C D, who I really love C D Lamb this year, or Jefferson, or DK, or AJ Brown, or McLaurin, which I all love, or settle for Chris Carson and Josh Jacobs. And I didn't really want to settle for those guys. So I just went with C D. Now Dave trashed me for taking C D over Jefferson and I revealed to him in conversation I left Jefferson for you, buddy. I did it for you because this is our league. I want you to have your guy. Sorry. Didn't work. He didn't work. Someone picked him right after me. Uh, then I went, of course, Sanders and Hunt. Then I got my quarterback, which I don't like yeah. double dip and I don't like stacking. I think it's overrated. But I said, fuck it. Let's go. Dak and CD. Let's, that was, let's, let's make some that magic. Was, I cried for about a – I almost ran out of time on my next on my pick right after that because I was crying because I wanted Prescott so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's make some magic with CD because – I, in my eyes, I was like, I got Adams and I got CD. Who do I want to stack, Rodgers or Dak? That was my decision. Yep. And I said, I'm just going to go with Dak just because he has that more upside. Is there any late round targets that you have? Like these these later rounds where it's just like random players on the board. Is there is there certain guys that you seem to be going after every time? Because I think Brian Edwards for you is probably one. And what about Tyrell Williams? Is that a guy you try to get um, often so- late? Here's the here's like the list of guys I try to get late. Uh, Jalen Rager, he went in the twelfth round here, right? I think right either before me or after me. See twelve, might be yeah, right after me. So I try to get Terrace Marshall, Rager, Brian Edwards everywhere. You know I've been on that guy since last year. Yep. And I've been honestly adding Malcolm Brown. I'm not fading Gaskin, but Malcolm Brown, gosh, every every year week one he scores twenty five points. He's the uh, who Sammy Watkins, right? Of yeah. uh, of running backs. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to grab Malcolm Brown because I don't know what Miami's doing. I don't know if Gaskin's going to be that guy. Or Ahmed or Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown's been getting a lot of work though. Yes, he has. He really they has. really want to see what they have in him. I feel like because they just keep running him. I feel like me and you had the same strategy for quarterbacks. By the way, I went Dak. You went Herbert. Both solid top ten guys, and we both went rookies. I went Fields, and you went Zach Wilson. I guess. We're not valuing that super flex week as much as we like other people have. Some people have yeah, Hill and Hurts, you know. I think that's a mistake to value the two weeks, two weeks out of like fifteen. You know what I mean? Like, what are you? What are we doing? Like, right? Yeah. It was. I'd rather have better guys for the other fourteen weeks. You know. Of course, I think, and I was talking to Dave about this. And maybe you were in the group chat too. I think running backs don't have that much value in this league because they don't expect, except for point five point per carry week. Say that right? Half point yep. per carry week. That's the only advantage really running backs really have, except for like maybe first down week. Like maybe you want the Derrick Henry or the hard runners that are going to get those first downs. Other than that, this league is really based towards tight ends, quarterbacks, and receivers in my eyes. That's just how I see it. Yep, yep, yep. Are you surprised before? Because we got to move on because we understand there's yep. only like 10 of you people in this league. Kickers. Are you surprised people took kickers? Um, uh, not surprised. I was, but no, not, not surprised. Just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I think here's what I was explaining to Dave. I don't think people wanted to fight because, because kicker week, because super flex plus kickers start week three. That's week three. And you start two kickers per person. So there's going to be 24 kickers started that week. 
I don't think people wanted to fight over the waiver wire that early in the season and spend their fab on kickers. So they decided the whole, we're not going to throw a dart for upside. We're just going to grab our kicker and hold off till week three. Yeah, that's a mistake, man. That's a that's huge crazy. mistake because I can easily drop a Brian Edwards or Tyrell Williams for a kicker. Yeah, you, you got Ty. Tyrell Williams, who no one even knows how the volume is going to shake down on the Lions yet, who's going to be the target hog. Tyrell Williams definitely has skill. We've seen him do it before. Uh, and then we have, like, I got Jacoby Myers right there, who's been going crazy in preseason. Everyone's talking about him. He get He's got the highest uh, target share by far of anyone in New England right now. So, like, those guys could pan out to be, what, wide receiver twos, maybe? Like, and, and we gave up possibly a couple points from a kicker just to have that chance. Like, what? Where's the downside? Yeah, and, and I'd rather have that dart throw that's going to blow up than a kicker that's going to score me four points, maybe. Yeah, too volatile, man. Yeah, have, I mean, nine, two, nine, two of these kick, two two of these kickers probably won't even have their jobs anymore by the time the kickers' weeks roll around. Nine kick, well, week three, so nine kickers went off the board right away. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, nine. Ooh, one more pick before we go. We got we got to trash this pick. Kyle Pitts at three point oh one. Come on, man. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Let's move on. Let's move on. Bust, fantasy bust. And uh, what is a bust to you? Because we have, I know, I think me I think me and you park our car in the same garage. I just say if they don't finish, if they, if they don't pay off their ADP, so if they're getting drafted as a wide receiver two and they finish less than a wide receiver two, then I call that a bust. They didn't, they didn't meet the expectation of that position. And that's even kind of being a little generous because – Wide receiver two could technically be the 13th overall wide receiver all the way to the 24th wide receiver. You know what I mean? Like that's a big, it's a nice little cushion of a gap to include someone in. That's a big category, yeah. 12 players. So I say if you, if you draft him as a wide receiver two and he doesn't end up being, if he, if his ADP and he's being drafted as wide receiver two, it doesn't end up being wide receiver two, then I feel like that's, to me, that's a bust. I think you've grown from last year because you called Zeke a huge bust. He was ADP, what, three or four and he finished eighth. You call him a huge bust, and that's which is okay because I've grown too as what a bust is and what I think a bust is. And I, he did not bust. He is obviously a running back one. He went yeah. through some rough spots, but he still produced week in week out. Uh, I agree with you too. Like if 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 it depends on I have position. To talk shit on Ca- I have to talk shit on Cowboys. It's my duty. Yeah, it's my civic duty. I think it goes by positions because if you draft a wide receiver eight, uh, you know, wide receiver twelve, and he ADP twelve, and he finishes wide receiver 20 that's an eight spot difference what is that like three points a game didn't really kill you it sucked but it didn't really kill you but if you go with quarterback and, and plus on where you pick them you know wide receiver 12 is going in the third round this other guy's going in the fifth whatever but a quarterback a quarterback two is going in the second third round josh allen and you can get jalen hurts in the 10th round you know he's he's wide receiver, he's quarterback 10 that's what a bust is to me if he finishes if josh allen finishes 10th which I'm going to go into my bust right now. Josh Allen is my first bust of the year. Uh, he's getting drafted by quarterback two, third, third, second round, super crazy high. No quarterback ever works out when you draft them that high. Uh, you know, uh, 2019, Patrick Mahomes was drafted in the tw- 12th overall. Did you know that? 12th overall, his ADP was. He finished, uh, wow. yeah, he finished quarterback eight that year. Finished quarterback eight. You could have got, gotten what round? Russell well, Russell Wilson was quarterback eight ADP, eighty second overall. Russell wow. Wilson finished four. Russell Wilson finished quarterback four. You passed mm-hmm. up on Michael Thomas, who went thirteenth overall, who broke 
a lot of records that year and won you a fantasy football championship. So you basically took a super high hype quarterback and you missed out on a super skilled player. It doesn't make sense. 2020 last year, Lamar was taken 17th overall quarterback uh, two. That's crazy. The thing, he was 17th overall and was still quarterback two. He finished quarterback 10. The 10th quarterback taken off the board in 2020 was Josh Allen, who finished one, obviously. Mm-hmm. Also picked 84 uh, last year. So you passed up on Travis Kelsey, who went 21st overall last year. Kelsey broke records. We all know what happened. Kelsey won new fantasy football leagues. My point is you're taking Josh Allen super high. Stop it. There's a very good chance we've seen recent history where these top quarterbacks finish 8, 9, 10, and you're risking a Michael Thomas or Travis Kelsey or this year, Terry McLaurin, C.D. Lamb, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, someone like that who has the possibility to break out and win you fantasy football leagues when you can get Jalen Hurts, quarterback 12 right now, 85th overall. Jalen Hurts is going 85th overall. You can get him there. Mm-hmm. Take Jalen Hurts, the upside of Jalen Hurts, instead of Josh Allen. Now then, but Dave will say, well, that's not a bust. He's not busting if he finishes eighth or or seventh or ninth because it's only like a three-point difference per game. It is a bust because you're missing out on that top talent, Michael Thomas, that 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 player that's going to break records. That's why it's a bust to me. You're missing out. Right, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good point overall for just people overvaluing the quarterback position after we watch them shuffle like year in and year out and I'm looking at the quarterbacks and I'm like, there's at least 12 quarterbacks. I wouldn't mind having as my QB one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I tell people, and I've heard this before. Don't draft, do not draft Josh Allen, draft the next Josh Allen because the next job, it always happens. Lamar came out of nowhere. You know, uh, Josh Allen came out of nowhere this year. It's going to be someone like Hertz or someone like even Herbert came out of nowhere. It happens every year. So stop. Kyler Murray vaulted up in his second year. Like, yeah. Yeah, so stop. Like That's my whole point. And Dave will say, well, that's bad drafting. That's not a bust. No, like, dude, it's killing your fantasy team. I'm totally fine with the top like top 12. Mahomes, Allen, Murray. Okay, yeah, those are all nice. Jackson, Prescott, Herbert, Wilson, Rodgers, Brady, Tannehill, Stafford, Hurts, Burrow. I'm totally fine with any of those guys as my QB1. And the difference between it is one in this, just looking at this league, one went second pick overall. And then Joe Burrow, who was the last on my list, went what? Round one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, middle of round nine. Yeah. So that's I, a huge difference. I didn't really speak on why I think he's going to be a bust, which I'm going to do that real quick from like the next couple minutes. Just give me some uh, time. He had a career high last year in completion percentage, passing yards, and touchdowns. Basically, everything that went right for Josh Allen went right, like it went beyond right. His touchdown uh, rate skyrocketed from 2019 to 2020. He went from 4.3 touchdown rate to 6.5. That is a massive, massive increase. It doesn't happen like that overnight, guys. I'm not saying that Josh Allen is a bum and he won't you know, at least have a 5.5 or 5.1 touchdown rate, but it's not going to happen again like this. The fantasy gods loved this guy last year. How could it possibly happen again? And, and, and same thing with Stephon Diggs, like, he only has digs in him. Dude, Josh Allen was like second last year in danger plays in the NFL. Second. That means, oh, and he also threw the uh, top five in interceptable passes. He makes mistakes. It just didn't happen for him last year. That's all. Like inches away from these interceptions, inches, we'd be having a totally different season than what we had last year. Yep. I'm, I'm definitely trying to get, 
Trey Lance or Justin Fields on pretty much every one of my teams. Like just as a, as a QB two, I just want to have one of them in my back pocket. You know what I mean? Just in case it ends up being that guy. Well, it's funny because when Herbert, and I'm the biggest like streaming quarterback guy, but when Herbert came in, you're like, are you going to grab Herbert? Cause I think I was streaming someone crap. Drew Locke. Remember I went Drew Locke last year. I yep, own, you in, had in your, Drew Locke, <laughs> Carson Wentz. In your home league, I always, I always take quarterbacks like last. I, I, I remember did. I had Dak in your league, and when he went off, I had you Kyler. Do the QB waiver shuffle, yeah, yeah. I always do that. And like last year, I'm like, I'm not grabbing freaking, you know, Justin Herbert. What a stupid idiot I was. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid idiot. All right, let's go to your first bust. Well, if you've ever listen to this show you probably already know who i'd be calling out as my 2021 fantasy busts easy right jonathan taylor and deontay johnson it has to be those two whoa nelly pump the brakes after carson wentz and quentin nelson news we saw taylor's adp drop down in the end of the first round he's going at a 11 overall right now yeah he's still going ahead of guys like aaron jones austin eckler antonio gibson no i wouldn't take taylor over any of those guys but still i'm digging the dip I think he's closer where he belongs now, and I, I I don't have the guts to call him a complete bust anymore at this point. Uh, as for Deontay, he's going as wide receiver 21 currently in ADP. He's been getting heavily targeted in the preseason, catching three balls on three targets for 41 yards, all in one drive, and the one time we've seen him out there. And we all collectively held our breath until our faces turned blue after we saw Chase Claypool go down and get helped off the field the other day. I think my man Viking Dave has gotten me to turn a bit on Deontay. I'm, I'm not all in. I still have a man crush on Chase Claypool, but I couldn't go as far as to label Deontay a bust. So who's it going to be? First up, I got to go with DJ Moore. DJ has a brand new QB in Sam Darnold, and Darnold is reuniting with ex-Jets teammate and one of his favorite targets, Robbie Anderson, who already out-targeted DJ Moore last year. And are we really ready to stand on a soapbox and claim Sam Darnold is better than Steady Teddy? Because I'm not. And in that Carolina's top pass catcher, CMC is back. And it only knocks more further down the pecking order. In full PPR leagues, DJ finishes wide receiver 23 overall last year and is currently going as wide receiver 21 overall, according to ADP. With CMC back, the Terrace Marshall hype, not to mention Darnold's already established connection with Anderson. I am expecting some regression. I'm still nervous about Darnold, who could be decent, but could just as easily be a disaster even after getting away from Adam Gase. I'm not willing to take a chance on more and find myself going with guys like T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, Chase Claypool, or dare I say it, Deontay Johnson in this high-end wide receiver three, low wide receiver two territory. Let someone else gamble on the Sam Darnold experiment. It's not going to be me. I don't like when you talk that about <laughs> DJ Moore. I don't like that at all. You know I'm a DJ Moore guy. Oh, man, yeah, he's, so... he's, a, he's a yardage machine, man. He is, but he doesn't score touchdowns. Robbie out targets him. See, the whole offense runs through CMC, and I'm just too scared of Darnold to go near him. No, I definitely agree. Like his ADP is way too high for me. I've been grabbing him as my wide receiver one in a couple leagues and a couple best balls, and I don't feel good every any time I do it. Any freaking time I do it. Uh, back real quick, real quick before we move on. Josh Allen, 44 danger plays. And this number a second. I had to look this up because I didn't know. <laughs> a second, second. He had the second most danger plays in the NFL last year. Uh, uh, 24 interceptable passes. That's number eight. Eight, top eight in interceptable passes. So the dude was like, he just got so freaking lucky. But hey, I love Josh Allen. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about some DJ Moore. DJ Moore will never score you touchdowns. Four touchdowns, never. five touchdowns, never. three touchdowns. Like, come on, dude. That's not happening. How are you going to score? How are you going to be a top end? 
fantasy wide receiver with all these touchdowns. My thing, my question to you is, who leads that team in touchdowns? In total touchdowns or no, no, receiving, like receiving touchdowns? Obviously, we're talking about DJ Moore. Jeez, that's hard. Uh, I just got to go with Robbie, I guess. No, no, you're wrong. Who, who's it's it going to be? Terrace, Mar- Terrace Marshall. Terrace Marshall. So Guys, I know he got open against air. I know, but I think he's going to be that red zone target Sam Darnold looks for. Like he's going to. I be- would. I would have pushed the Terrace Marshall agenda further, but I was looking up numbers of how many times they ran three wide receiver sets last year, and it was like pretty low. So I wasn't ready to to go all in on the Marshall's going to affect DJ Moore too much but i mean yeah what you can't deny that they drafted him for a reason he's been a standout so far this preseason and that is also a little scary and like who's who's to say robbie anderson has to be in red zone packages he's a he's not a red zone guy he's tiny you know yeah it should be terrace marshall out there getting those fades or getting those big jump balls or cmc like that's who i look at cmc or terrace marshall in the red zone while dj Moore and robbie anderson rack up the yards who is their tight end uh greg olson is it- <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Graham? I don't know. Uh, oh, 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 that guy who was supposed to be good last year. Oh, my gosh. Remember, everyone like loved him last year? And like, the, Ian Thomas? Ian, Ian Thomas? Is that the Ian guy? Thomas? Is no. he still there? Everyone loved He has such big hands. That's what I heard all offseason last year. Ian Thomas. Panthers tight end is Dan Arnold. I should have known that because people are obsessed with Dan Arnold. I should really? Have, yeah, people are like, he's going to be a sleeper. He's going to be the guy this year. Dan Arnold. He's- he stole your haircut, though. Uh, who? Everyone has. Everyone cool has my haircut. So. Oh, okay, yeah. So he must be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I actually like Dan Arnold. Dan Arnold's my guy. My tight end one. All right, who's your second bust? Who's my second bust? Another shot. Another pew pew at Dave Campbell. Dirtbag Dave. He's not here to defend himself. But Adam Thielen. Oh, Aaron, I thought it was going to be Stephon Diggs. I was about to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hate like, all Josh bills. Allen and Diggs. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All bills are suck. No, Adam Thielen, man. I've been on this train for two years now, and I'm going to finally be right about this. Adam Thielen's current ADP is wide receiver 18, 46 overall. I don't see a planet or a world where he finishes in the, as a wide receiver two. Uh, we saw a giant shift from Justin Jefferson's targets to. Adam Thielen's targets. Thielen was getting the giant target share before Jefferson broke out. Jefferson broke out, and then guess what happened? Thielen was pushed to the red zone packages only, and that's a true fact. Uh, So in 2020, he was a wide receiver, 10, 74 catches, 925 yards, 14 touchdowns, third in the NFL, only behind Diggs and Adams. He's not scoring 14 touchdowns again, people. He's not. The last time Adam Thielen had similar numbers, he had 92 targets, in 2016, 69 receptions, 967 yards, and five touchdowns, 12.2 fantasy points per game, and in wide receiver 29. So last year, everything went right for this guy to be a top 10 receiver. And we saw the target share shift. We saw it back in 2016, he had a 15% target share. I assume that's going to happen again because of the volume. They just, they just run the ball so much with Dalvin Cook. Uh, they had... 34.8 pass attempts per game last year, 27th in the NFL. That's now you know you're not going to get a lot of volume with Adam Thielen and Jefferson and Dalvin and you know Big Irv. So that's why I want to say Adam Thielen, guys, he's not going to get over a thousand yards. He hasn't done it in two years. You know he's he's only had a hundred targets. He only had a hundred targets last year. He's not getting everything that you guys think. Um, he didn't score touchdowns in five games last year. Five games he didn't score touchdowns. He averaged 6.8 points per game in those five games. It's it's either touchdown or bust. He's pretty much like Derrick Henry, except for Derrick Henry is going to get the volume 
to be decent. Adam Thielen's just not. I expect the volume to go way down. I think all those games that he didn't score a touchdown were the games I plugged him in my lineup last year. And all the games where he did score touchdowns, I had him out of my lineup. It was the most frustrating thing ever to to have him on my bench when he had a three touchdown week and then put him in and he scored six points. It's just oh, frustrated the crap out of me, man. Yeah, I mean, it, well, he's 31 years old now. He's going to be phased out of that offense soon. You got to think Justin Jefferson's going to be the alpha there. The last, like, so he had in 2018, I'm looking at the numbers right now. 2018, he was a, a monster. He had 113 receptions, 1,300 yards, and nine touchdowns. Remember that year? He, like, he had 155 targets. He was on pace to break all these records. He just didn't do it. Uh, the year before that, 2017, 143 targets, 1,200 yards. He's only broke 1,000 yards two seasons. Two seasons. That's it. Those are the two seasons, 17 and 18. Other than that, 16, 960, 2019, 400, 2020, 900. The guy just had two big years, which were awesome years. It's hard to duplicate that now when you're 31 years old and now you're the second or third option in your offense. For sure, for sure. I see him finishing I'm, like he's being drafted wide receiver two. Definitely going to finish low end wide receiver three in my eyes. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to own Thielen in any leagues uh, more than likely. <laughs> Way too high. Wide receiver 18? Like, who's going around wide receiver 18? I want to look at this ADP. Uh, Let's see. I have it right here. I have it right here, too. Kyle Pitts, Lamar Jackson, Cooper Cup. Oh, let's look at wide receivers. Cooper yeah. Cup, Tyler Lockett, Deontay Johnson. DJ Moore, uh, Brandon yeah. Ayuk. Yeah. Uh, I'm Yikes. T- I'm taking T. Higgins. You know, I'm taking Juju. Yeah. Uh, there's this other T. Higgins guy. is all the way down. Wide receiver 29 is T. Higgins. And That's insane. Adam Thielen's what? Uh, 18. Wide receiver 18. That's ridiculous. That should be definitely flip-flop, people. What are we doing? What are we doing? I don't understand what uh, we are doing. It's because Adam Thielen is Adam Thielen. He got four, God, 14 touchdowns. Does that happen again? No way. I'd be surprised if know, he got nine. You know who needs 14 touchdowns to not be a bust? My next guy, J.K. Dobbins. Although the hype train on Dobbins has slowed down as we have come closer this season, and now the hype is kind of being aimed here at fellow sophomore running back Antonio Gibson. Dobbins is still being drafted a little too high for me. Does he have the talent to be a running back one? Absolutely. Will he get the opportunity to pay off his current ADP of running back 16? The Magic 8 ball says, very doubtful. Even on the run-heaviest team in the league, Dobbins managed only nine carries per game last year. Even worse, he finished with only 18 catches. It's very, very, very rare for a running back to finish in the top 10 with less than 40 targets in a season, while Dobbins saw only 24. Not even half that, pretty barely half that. We have to point out the elephant in the room here, Mr. Gus Edwards, who just got paid a hefty chunk of change to stay with the Ravens. Dobbins finished with 154 carries last year. Edwards, 144. It's basically a 50-50 split committee. Edwards is actually good. In three seasons, Edwards has never finished with less than 5.0 average yards per carry. That's right, 5.0 yards per carry. Edwards finished as running back 38 overall last year. Dobbins finished as running back 31. Only seven difference. For Dobbins, the carries aren't there and the targets aren't there. The only way he's going to pay off this ADP, like I said, is if he scores an insane amount of touchdowns, which very unpredictable and is not likely to happen. What do the Ravens do in the red zone? Either Lamar runs it in, looks for Mark Andrews, or you have to have 50-50 shot between Edwards or Dobbins running it in. Yes, I think Dobbins has the talent and ability to easily be a running back one, but unfortunately, his situation caps his production potential. If I'm betting on the Ravens' backfield, I'll take Gus Edwards in round 11 all day. Gosh, I didn't know he only had 18 receptions. Like, that's Derrick Henry level. That's, yeah, that's, that's Nick Chubb <laughs> level. That's horrible. 
Yeah, and I actually the only two running backs who have finished running back one without more than forty targets is Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb. Yeah, that's pretty pretty bad. Uh, I, I've always been a Dobbins hater because of this offense because people are like, well, he's super efficient, which he is. He's very efficient, very yeah, efficient. He, but you don't doesn't just because you're efficient doesn't mean you're going to be great at fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, just, the volume, even if you're not, and even if you're not efficient. Like uh, Josh Jacobs last year was very inefficient, but he still finished well because he got the volume. Volume is a huge, it's it's almost everything in fantasy. Yeah, people are saying, well, they run, they run the ball 35 times a game. Yeah, they do run the ball 35 times a game. Lamar's getting 12 or 15 of those. You know, Dobbins yeah. will get 12, and then Gus will get like 10. So yep. in the end of the day, you're never going to get that 15. Like I want to look right I'm looking at his game log. I want to see how many times he got over 15 carries. I mean, it probably... Now that I'm looking up, one, two, two times at 15 carries, twice. twice. Yeah, I mean, and look at the guy. Look at the guys that uh, have the same amount of you know, same amount of targets. The the Derrick Henry and the Nick Chubbs, and see how many carries they're getting per game. Of course, I mean, oh my gosh, he's so inefficient. I mean, who he's very efficient, but he doesn't get the opportunities. That's just gonna happen. Maybe it's a bigger role this year. We don't know. Like, but I I doubt it. I highly doubt it. They're not going to yeah, change. Doubt Lamar's going to be Lamar, and he's going to run. And you know, Gus Edwards is going to be there for those power rushing, and Dobbins is going to be there for the you know. Eighteen catches, man. That's just so bad. What's his ADP looking like? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even. T- I don't think I own him in one league, and I'm in a million leagues. Dobbins is why he was running back sixteen when I looked when I wrote this. Oh, see, I think that's where he's going to finish, though. I think he's going to finish around that time, like low in running back. I'm looking at the guys around him. I would take Swift. I take Carson. I would take Jacobs. Gosh, there's a lot of guys that take over him. Yeah, uh, even even though running back depth right there is like a steep drop off, I'd still take those guys over him. God, how is this real ADP? Because I see, I see Swift and Carson going ahead of Dobbins sometimes. Oh well, I mean sometimes. I think they're going to have some huge movers, man. I think Gibson's going to shoot up. I think I think Gibson by the end of it, by the time we're drafting our home leagues, he's going to go like nine or tenth. Yikes! Right now, well, I think I think he's going to. I, I don't know when they play next, but if they if they throw him the ball a million times again and let him look good again, he's gonna rise while these yeah. other guys are gonna fall. Well, I'm gonna keep my eye out on Dave's Twitter so I can a hear him talk shit about our busts and b see him post his busts. Oh, he's 100% going to text us after this and go or, or tomorrow when he hears this. You guys are idiots, man. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> Robert Tanyan and Brian Edwards are my busts. <laughs> by, <laughs> by the way, uh, uh. Preston Preston Williams is my bust. Don't draft yeah. him. Don't don't draft oh, that guy. Dave. We Come love you, Dave. On. We love you, Dave. We can find Dave at Viking David on Twitter, I think, right? At Viking Dave. Who knows? Who knows? You can find Davey at it's Davey OUS. You can find me at Josh Kimmel OUS. You can we're part of the Say It Again Network. Where else can we find us? On Instagram, Facebook, OUS Fantasy Pod. We are giving away a Javante Williams signed football. This has been our number one rated our our most popular one everyone's trying to get in this is our no way really yeah we have the most people trying to get this over a calvin ridley signed jersey javante williams ball it's javante williams the rookie hype the rookie hype is too much it's the rookie hype in broncos nation is like strong apparently like falcons like well we're falcon fans like whatever but bronco nation you know mile high they're they're crazy we had we need to we need to shoot out a little message to albright and tell him to retweet us man well i mean yeah it, if you want to it would it would blow up it'd be like we'd have like a there'd be a jillion entries i, I can imagine me getting his mr albright can you please retweet our thing please thank you 
You'd be like, who the, fuck, who the fuck are you? Yeah, who are you? Do I know what? <laughs> yeah, I'm that guy. We did a draft episode one time. Yeah. And you were on it, and like I talked to you, and I was <laughs> muted the whole time, and you had to tell me to unmute myself. <laughs> and um, when I went on, when I went on, Mr. Albright, our stream cut, so no one saw our it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he already hung up. He already- <laughs> He already blocked us. What a shit show we are, man. We had an opportunity. You were muted the whole time, and our my stream cut. So Yeah. Oh, that's our show in a nutshell. You uh, live and you learn. Next week, we are doing the episode of, I don't want to call it My Guys, because that's what it's a footballer thing, or, or Matthew Barry has a ride or die. Like We got to come up with, with our own thing of like our guys, like our favorite people. We already know Dave is Deontay Johnson and you know Irv Smith. I think I know yours yeah. already. I think you know mine already. Our, our guys yeah like our favorite people this year like our the guys we're gonna live and die with yeah what should we call that segment we should we should we do that off air yeah we'll figure it out all right so we're gonna get out of here so next week look out for that look out for my articles my my 2021 bus articles gonna have more information that's coming out tomorrow uh anything else in case you needed any more hate on josh allen look out for josh's allen a uh, josh's article tomorrow <laughs> Well, maybe. So my name is Josh Allen Kimmel. So maybe I'm the bust of the year. Who knows? Oh, Oh, got him. All right. Later, guys. Later. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.